Blog Talk Radio.
Good evening and welcome to Wisdom Walk Talk here on Black Hole Radio and my YouTube channel, Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery. I am your hosting guide, Judge of Maria and Saroma. So here on this Mother's Day celebrated here in the United States and other places around the world, uh, just a quick shout out to all the mommies out there. Where would we be? Where would this world be without you? So I hope that you're enjoying being celebrated and loved on on this very wonderful day. And, of course, that should be going on every day. I am this month talking about coming home to you. May is an earth month in the wisdom that I keep in this water year, which is opening us up to a new age for the evolution of humanity through some mind-blowing breakthroughs. Yeah. So through three live broadcasts and accompanying videos, I'll be providing wisdom and insights for understanding that the most powerful self is the authentic self and that when you courageously seek out your truth, leaving the lie behind, you will have unimaginable, delicious experiences of fulfillment in life. It is a time now to be grounded, growing, and grateful as you come home to the real you. Tonight, I am going to focus on the inauthentic self. But first, just as a reminder, that when I'm broadcasting live, you can listen through this phone number, which is area code 563-999-3089. I will upload a video of this broadcast to my YouTube channel, Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery, sometime this week. And you can ask questions or share comments on my Facebook pages, Wisdom Walk Radio, my my Facebook community, Wisdom Walk Community, and my website, which is www.wisdomwalktoselfmastery.com. And, of course, if you're watching this as a video, you can leave questions, make comments in the comments section below this video. But right now, I ask you to sit or lay back and join me for an exploration of the inner landscape where we can connect to our soul and rediscover the true, true treasure of being human. As always, I'm going to start off by honoring the ancestors, and I want to honor, of course, all the mother ancestors out there. I've got um, several mothers that I am thinking about today and missing today, and uh, really um, so grateful for the mothering that I did receive in my life. And so join me, if you will, in thinking about the mothers in your life and just to honor them as their ancestors. And also don't forget about those grandmothers and great-grandmothers and great-great-great-grandmothers because, of course, without those women, we wouldn't be here. So... 
creator, mother, father, God, source, all the one, all that is. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you for the blessing and the mercy that you have given us in this life to be here, to be on purpose, to be alive, to be breathing. And at this time to be opening up to honoring the ancestors. And so ancestor mothers, we're calling out to you and saying, thank you, thank you, thank you for all of what you are and all of, all of what you have been for us and to us. We are so grateful, so grateful, so grateful to have received your nurturing, your love, your DNA, uh, for all of what you were able to do for us. And there are some mothers that weren't loving and weren't nurturing, but you did give birth to those of us who are alive, and we can be grateful for that. And so, ancestors, help us, help us, help us, help us be the best version of ourselves by guiding us to love and away from fear. And we asked you for this very, very humbly and very, very intently. And so, Creator, thank you, thank you for the blessing of the ancestors. And again, we thank you for all this in the name of all that is holy. And I say, Amen, Ashe Ahoasashi, Bismillah, and so it is. Oh. <laughs> so, I am going to quickly go through the elemental wisdom for this month because I've got some significant astrology stuff I want to get out to you to help you navigate through these times. Um, you know, as more people here in the United States have received COVID vaccines, things are starting to ease up. More and more things are opening up. Um, but of course, based on what's going on in India, even in Mexico, even in Brazil, we are not through this as a global community, so we still have to stay very attentive and vigilant. So that means that we need to stay very conscious of how we are choosing to show up in our lives and with other people. So the elemental wisdom for this week is that this past Friday, the 7th, we flew into a fire week in this Earth Month. And this is a time for us to embrace and practice forgiveness. So invoking those ancestors to help us with that is very, very, very important to do because forgiveness is something that it's not just an intellectual exercise. We really do need some non-physical, bigger-than-ourselves help to really get to the essence of what forgiveness is about, which is letting go of carrying somebody else's pain or carrying the pain of a situation that happened to you. Distractions are about wanting to be right about being a victim, thinking you have things figured out on your own, judgment and criticism of yourself and others, and taking on the problems of others. So this week I ask you to put your attention and your focus on forgiveness. Who in your life do you need to forgive? Who needs to forgive you? You know, we also take responsibility for the things that we may have done that were harmful or unloving to and with someone else. And so put your attention on forgiveness this week and give yourself permission to step into a very conscious practice of that 
so that you do not keep holding on to pain that can really have some not nice consequences to it. Yeah. Next week on the 14th, this Friday coming up, we enter into a mineral week, and that'll be about embracing, embracing our remembrance of our higher purpose. Yeah. Um, and I'll share about that in the next broadcast and video. Now, astrologically, as I had said last week, May is a special breakthrough month, according to the astrologers I follow. Life-changing stuff is showing up. And uh, we've got the first eclipse of the year, two important retrogrades, one including Mercury, and the long-awaited shift of Jupiter into Pisces, which is going to happen this week. Yeah. Um, Last week, there were some squares, some astrological squares. You know, that's where that energy gets trapped and can't really move out. So things are like expanding, but, you know, it's that energy of, (laughs) yeah, at least that's how I experienced it last week. I didn't mention them because um, I think, you know, squares aren't about bad things are going to happen to you. Squares really are about you're going to be a little challenged. And I think it's important to stay very positive so that when those challenges come, you don't get into an anxiety or a fear about them. But I'm sure everybody felt them because I know I did. Um, they happened on the same day that Mercury moved into Gemini and Gemini, um, Mercury's home sign or its domicile is Gemini. So that's all about communication, you know, communication really flowing, being open, um, or new communication coming in. Uh, But we also had the squares on on that day. So it was was a little challenging last week. Um, But again, we're in this time where things are going to be intense. But we did have some good Venus energy. And so This week, oh, and one more reminder, too, that created tension is that we have these out-of-bound planets, which is something unusual to happen in astrology. And out-of-bounds means it's out of its alignment with the pull of the sun. It's a good way to think about it because, you know, sun has this gravitational pull, right? Well, there's some times when some planets kind of move out of that, and what that means is, they get to do what they want to do. Yeah. Um, and so, again, that kind of shifting up of energy, disrupting disturbance of energy is very much also what we, we were experiencing. And we have four heavenly bodies that are out of bounds in May. That's Mercury, Venus, Mars, and the moon. So, yeah, very, very interesting stuff. Something very special and important, is coming our way. Yeah. Now, this week, May 10th, we get Mercury conjuncting the North Node as the first astrological lineup that's important to know about. Now, North Node and South Node in astrology have to do with the orbit of the moon in relation to us. And it's considered that where, what sign is in that north node when you're born 
and what is in the south node. And that would be the opposite of, of the sign. So, for example, the opposite of Pisces would be Virgo. And the opposite of Virgo would be Pisces. And so based on what's in your north node, that's giving you an indication kind of about your purpose, your sacred, your sacred contract, your destiny, like kind of what you're being pulled to. What's in the south node is talking about what's in the past and things that you have to heal, um, you, know, um, you know, like ancestral wound stuff, too, that you've come in to heal. So in general, when a planet goes into one of those nodes, as Mercury is going to be doing tomorrow, then that is in general for all of us, for this human species, to be aware of that this movement is happening. And here's what it means. Um, when multiple planets apply to the north node, because later this month we're going to have both Venus and the sun up in that north node uh, position, we feel destiny calling. Yeah, there is a buzz, a pull, a drive to break through the limitations of the past. Makes very good sense in terms of what we're doing right now. Um, I'm getting this information from Kyle Thomas on astrology.com, and he says, of course, any great adventure begins in our minds. When Mercury is conjunct the North Node, we will get our first clues on what the new adventure may be about. To see, quote unquote, it with our mind's eye, this insight can come from within as an aha moment or from the outside in the form of news, an opportunity, or an inspiration. He says, pay attention to whatever message comes your way on May 10th because it is important. Yeah. So we got this North Node energy going on, bringing us a message. So pay attention tomorrow. Now, on Tuesday, the 11th, this is when we get our new moon for the month, and it's going to be in Taurus. And at the same time that's happening, we get Mars, which is in Cancer right now, sextiling Uranus in Taurus. And the sextile is a good lineup. That's where the energy is able to move out, move around, you know, go in, in all directions, do its thing. It's not like a square where things are held in. Uh, so this new moon highlights how we build prosperity and stability in our lives. Yes. This will turn attention to global economies and how nations are handling financial crises. As this new moon is quite sweet, the universe is tipping toward better days ahead. That is very good news. In the week following this new moon, take some time to assess your nest egg and how you can budget even better for a rainy day. So again, we get this you know, focus on these things that are kind of our, our bedrock, our foundation for how we're going to sustain ourselves financially. It can also be in regards to, you know, relationships, because Taurus kind of brings us this foundation of home, you know, what our home is, what we need for home. Uh, so with all new moons, it is a nice time to set an intention. So especially if you have been and who hasn't uh, been challenged financially um, from all that's been going on with COVID or just different changes that have been going on, um, the 11th is a good time to set some financial intentions 
to step into some abundance consciousness, some wealth consciousness, so that you don't stay victim to the changing and the shift in the economic situation. Now, Mars in Cancer sextiling Uranus in Taurus, here's what that means. This transit will infuse our lives with excitement, passion, and adventure as Mars aspects can be felt early, building up, and then sizzle and linger on for days as well. This planetary alignment should be felt for most of the week. That is really wonderful to hear. Embrace spontaneity. Not only can this energy be harnessed to make positive changes in our lives, but it can also improve our relationships. Yeah, good, good thing. So, again, new moon, time to set this intention, and then also this excitement, this passion, this adventure. And, again, I think that energy from last week, that expansion energy, um, I think it's leading to this, leading to this. Now, on the 12th, we get Mercury in Gemini trining Saturn in Aquarius. And a trine, again, is a favorable aspect in astrology that energy is able to move out. The message is our minds will be clear, strong, and ready to get to work. Excellent concentration and attention to detail will appear. If you haven't done your taxes, time to get them done. Uh, commitments and business negotiations made now have strength infused within them because both planets are in air signs. This is especially powerful. Yeah. So the 12th again. So this week, right, we see these kind of almost like the results of some seeds we've planted, some things that we've been moving toward, ways in which we've been getting expanded and grown. We're starting to see some results moving in this week. Now, good, great news, especially for those of us like me who are Pisces, but just for the world in general, on the 13th, the long-awaited transit of Jupiter into Pisces. Now, it will be here only from May the 13th through July the 28th, but this is a preview of what is coming in 2022 because in 2022, that's when Jupiter takes up residence in Pisces for quite a while. Um, Pisces is its domicile, meaning it's its home sign. And so during these weeks, from May 13th to July 28th, the astrologers say that life will feel more harmonious, magical, and synchronistic. Jupiter is one of the rulers of Pisces, and it loves to be in the water sign. So we can expect material, creative, and spiritual blessings to shower down upon us. I'll say that again. We can expect material, creative, and spiritual blessings to shower down upon us. Jupiter can use his powers greatly here. Thus, it is vitally important to use this period to get in touch with our inner spirits and pursue our greatest hopes and dreams. Let your heart guide you, which I've been talking about over the last couple of months. Also, because of Pisces' connection to the mystic realm, this transit can make the alignment of soulmate connections happen much more easily. Yes, yes, yes. And this will also be a magnificent time for the healing and creative Art. Let your light be seen. 
all of you light workers and healers out there. Uh, to end this um, Jupiter into Pisces, I also wanted to include Astro Butterflies message, which is the great news about this transit is that Jupiter is domicile in Pisces, so it feels great to be here. In Pisces, Jupiter can be wise, spiritual, and big picture as he wants. Now that Jupiter moves into Pisces, our sense of faith and optimism will finally be restored. Very, very good news. Very good news. Now, two more aspects for this week. One is on the 13th as well. So when Jupiter is entering into Pisces, we also have the sun in Taurus sextiling Neptune in Pisces. Yeah, to add like kind of the icing on the cake. Um, this means that our sensitive and psychic natures are peaked. We should be more receptive to the whispers of the universe and the ancestors, the spirit guides, and whatever is walking with you and guiding you. Listen closely. You are being guided now. And then next Sunday on the 14th, we get a Mercury pre-shadow in Gemini because Mercury will be going retrograde on the 29th. So this is like a beginning call to us to start slowing down um, and to begin just um, getting ready for the fact that we are going to get that Mercury retrograde break. So, again, and Mercury in Gemini, that's its home sign. So it's a, it's a good spot to be in. And it's a good, it'll be a good preparation is what they're saying for what will be coming at the end of the month. As always, I will leave the link to these astrological insights in the comment section below, I mean the description box below the video, but I also will post it out on my Facebook page so that those who are not going to YouTube can find it because this is really, really big astrology. That's why I took as much time as I did to share it because I just think it's really, really powerful and important. And it's so... Um, optimistic, and we we need that. We need that in the world right now. We need to be looking forward to the goodness and the love. Ashe. As always, a reminder that on Saturday, May 22nd, it is a monthly Earth Day. As always, I ask you to go to the website, www.earthday.org, check out today's action, as well as their campaign, to act on climate change. And as always, please cut down on your use of paper and plastic. Stay mindful of your use of fossil fuel powered car. Recycle even when you think you don't need to because together we can make this planet habitable for the seventh generation that comes after us. Now into the spill for tonight, the spiritual spill, I am going to do a quick review of why it's essential that we are focusing on coming home to you, coming home to ourselves. Then I'll talk about the inauthentic self in regard to the consequences of living the lie, and then I'll give you a contemplative exercise. My quote from tonight, the first one is anonymous. And it says, before the truth can set you free, 
you need to recognize which lie is holding you hostage. Love that. And then this next one is from Miss Tony Payne. She's only about 25 years old. She's an international women's soccer champion. And she said, I'd rather be living my truth happily than living the lie miserably. Yeah. So why is it important to come home to you? Um, One big reason is because we are really living in a new age, a new time, a time that requires another level of human consciousness. So we are evolving, and we have to be in the truth of who we are to really participate fully in this evolutionary energy of what I call the age of Aquarius. It's also called the time of the sixth sun. Um, The other important piece is because the dominance dynamic that has been on this planet and among human species forever, you know, that conqueror archetype, it's being retired around the globe. And uh, that shift is really, really going on. And it's also more people taking on doing their healing work, their personal healing work, working on ancestral wounds than ever, ever before. So, again, this is an energy that is asking us to really step into our truth. I also mentioned that, you know, the multiverse has arrived because we now have a black Captain America, uh, the conviction of Derek Chauvin for his crime against humanity. You know, the message is starting to come out that, you know, people are not disposable and that everybody has a right to be in a position of well-being, of authority that is loving, (laughs) of authority that is hateful or fearful, but that everybody can shine. Everybody can shine. Um, We're also getting liberated from the industrialized model of work Um, As a result of COVID, we're realizing that we can integrate our family life with our work life, um, that it's important to be able to do that. And so that, too, is bringing on more opportunity for us to do rather than having to play a role eight hours a day and then come home and take Yeah. So let's talk about the consequences of living well, if you're not being in what it is that you really want to do or what you feel you're being called to and you're coming up with all kinds of excuses for why you can't do that, well, there is no way you're feeling good about yourself. No way. You're in conflict with your personality and your soul. Yeah. Again, we all have a sacred contract. We all have something that is set up to have us be able to be who we are with ease and to feel good about that. Um, And so when we're being called for that and we don't answer that call and we don't pay attention to it, it's not a good day. Another consequence, you're going to become resentful of those you believe you have to sacrifice your passion and your dreams for. Yeah, eventually you'll make them responsible for what you decided you had to do, like play the martyr. Um, You unconsciously transfer your misery and your pain onto those you love when you're not living your truth, being your truth. 
This one's important. You become invisible or unavailable to those who could support you in your truth. Yeah, because they think you, that role that you play, and they don't, you, they're, you're not showing them the truth of who you are. So they can't say, hey, I got something over here, you know. You're also unavailable for the opportunities that are aligned with your happy endings. Yeah. Like this week in the astrology, something about more synchronicity is going to show up. And synchronicity is where, you know, things kind of happen out of the blue. It's not things that we plan for or ask for, but it's exactly what we need to support us in moving forward and getting to that joy, that happiness, that fulfillment. And so when we're not being in the truth of who we are, guess what? You're going to miss out on those opportunities. Also, we lose the ability to be trustworthy to others, but most importantly, to ourselves. If you're playing a role or you've taken on a persona or a way of living and being or a relationship or a job that really, really isn't what you want to do, but you've convinced yourself you've got to do it or because somebody will get hurt or something will get lost or I'll be a bad person, you know, whatever that story is, um, you know, you can't trust yourself because you're not being true to yourself. So decision-making can be quite difficult when we're not being in the truth of who we are. Um, yeah, think about that because that's one that we normally don't think about that. Like, yeah, I can't trust myself if I'm not being true to who I am. I can't trust my decisions. I can't trust my intuition. Yeah. Also, you're more at risk of sedating yourself through addictive behaviors because, again, you're not being who you are. That creates a, a, a disturbance, a tug-of-war inside of you, creates an emotional pain and block. And, you know, we're in a culture that's like just sedate, you know, sedation nation. Um, so, again, it's, it's easier to fall into that or stay in that when you're not being your true self. And then finally... There are chronic emotional and physical ailments that can arise when we are not aligned our truth with our sacred contracts, when our personality and our soul are not aligned. Yeah, Gary Zukav talked about. So here's some contemplative questions for you just to help you keep moving through this understanding of the importance of really living your truth and letting go of living a lie. So number one, where in your life and how are you living a lie? Make a list of 10 things that you know about yourself that are an imitation of those in your circle of family and friends. And go through them and discern which of these things still work for me, why or why not. Number two, when is it easiest to show up as your authentic self, your real self, and make a list of the who, what, where, and when is most supportive of your truth? Yeah. Number three, what are you most afraid of if you choose to live from your truth? What are you most afraid of? And last but not least, what type of support do you need to show up as your authentic real self? What's going to support that? Make a list of the who, the what, the where, and even the when. Yeah, yeah. My Sarah saying for tonight is the same as last week. 
because she just captures it all in this statement, and she definitely herself believed this and, and walked this, which is it's never too late to become the best version of yourself, Ashe. And thank you, Mama Sarah, for that truth. Ah, okay. I am going to close out tonight as always by first thanking Miss Yvette Parker, my wonderful engineer, and all the members of the Black Hole Radio Be Well family for, again, even during this time of Ramadan, which I celebrate, continuing to make sure that I can broadcast out to you. To all my regular listeners out there, regular watchers, those of you who have wisdom walk with me and you know who you are, to my family on both coasts and my spiritual kin everywhere, my transformational leadership colleagues, my medicine brothers and sisters around the world, and those who may be listening or watching for the first time, big thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I couldn't do this without you. Now, next week, I'll continue and conclude my spill on coming home to you by sharing about the journey of coming home to you. Yeah, because it is a journey. It is, it's, it's not easy. And I'll talk more, too, about, you know, what are some of the ways in which we have, you know, chosen to live the lie. And a lot of times it's very unconscious. So we'll talk more about that then. The book, Wisdom Walk to Self-Mastery, Ancient Wisdom for Transforming Pain, available at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Kindle, and other online booksellers, and uh, can be very helpful to those of you who are ready to become your full authentic self by letting go of that pain that really isn't serving you. Yeah, Shay. Um, do ask that you subscribe to my video channel if you're watching this on YouTube. My goal is to get a thousand viewers on subscribers by the end of the year. We'll see how that works out. But thank you, thank you, thank you. And last but not least, I want to thank my God, my ancestors, my spirit guides, loving entities, everything that walks with me. He's my head to the sky, my feet to the ground, and my heart open to do this important work with and for all of you. Please have a safe and happy fire week. Focus, put that attention on forgiveness. Remember, even if you are vaccinated, you still need to wear your mask, um, especially when you're out around crowds of people, um, for your health and for their health. Also, don't forget to wash those hands. Don't forget to practice the the social distancing. And most importantly, do, do remember, you are not disposable. You are divine. Good night now. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.